We're now ready, Bisyat and Ishmaya, to move a step further to the next Avoidah. What's the next Avoidah to be discussed? Well, back then, the meaning was to put Talas and Tfilin on at home and then to walk to shul wrapped already in Talas and Tfilin. This was based on the Zohar Kodesh in Pashat Truma that says, B'sha'ata de ba'anash akdim etzafra When a man gets up in the morning, ba'anach tefillin, b'reishay or tefillin, b'droye, he puts on the tefillin shriyad and shalroish, or mis'atef b'tufa de mitzvah, he puts the talis on, ba'osli l'nafkim tare de beise, he starts walking out of his house, the door of his house, arba malochim kadishin, mis'davgin imei, v'nafki imei, four malochim come and accompany him, mintare de beise, from his house, from the door of his house, until shul. So you see from there, that's where the minute came from, that there's an Indian to walk to shul already wrapped with talis and tefillin. And therefore, in this Seda Avoidah, the next thing we'll discuss, after having discussed putting on the talis and tefillin, is the actual walk to shul. And it's to this walking to shul, setting out to go to shul, that we'll devote this shir, shir number five. That's titled, Bermas, Setting Off to Shul. In other words, what should, be, what should we be thinking of when we set off to shul? And for that matter, what should, we, what should our mindset be when we actually arrive in shul? Well, since we, since we just said that the meaning was to walk to shul wrapped in talis and tefillin, it's logical to suggest that the avoid of walking to shul is related to those hashboys that come to us through the mitzvah of talis and tefillin. In other words, these hashboys of talis and tefillin obviously must prepare our thoughts as we walk to shul, to actually walk to shul and actually to enter shul. And therefore, let's review one or two sentences, the avoider of mitzvah tzitzes, talus and tzitzes. Mitzvah tzitzes, we said, is the nesimus koyach to feel safe, protected, shield, shielded from all the possible dangers around us, wherever we find ourselves, both in Mokoim or in Zman. Or for that matter, in any matter that we find ourselves, the talus makes us feel as if we're wrapped around an anana kovet, oblivious to our surroundings. Mummish as if we're in a different mokum, a different zman, and a different matzav. That's the beggar of tzitzis. Furthermore, not only to feel protected against the ra, the sume ra, but also to know that in this very mokum, in this very zman, in this very matzav, however bleak it might look on the outside, there and there, we have the greatest potential, the greatest opportunities in our Hashem of Aseitov. The possibility, in fact, to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu there and then, to connect to the Kisei HaKovet. That's what the Tcheles, the Chutzel Tcheles in all four corners of the tzitzes of, of, of the garment represent. The Koyach of Tzilin was to connect Chaviyachl to the Zroya and the of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Koyach of others of Kedusha, to stand up firm and strong against all odds, and to conquer all the powers attempting to tear us away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to remain with a feeling, Ki that love and devotion to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that never diminishes, the love that Ma'im Rabbim Layuchlu Lechabot, nothing can be choytes between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and anything that is choytes, we're going to break through it, we're going to plow through it. That's the Koyach of, uh, of Tzvillin. It's with these thoughts that we set up to Shul wearing the Talas and Tzvillin. With these Hashpahs we walk to Shul. So now the question is, how are these thoughts, Be'emes, preparing us in going to Shul? How are they preparing us for the frame of mind that's required for entering the Beit HaKnesses? And for walking towards the Beit HaKnesses? What's the connection between these avoiders that we just mentioned and the Beit HaKnesses? The answer is the following. Many are unaware 
of what our Bote Knesset and Bote Midrash really are and how much they really mean to us. Everybody knows that there's an issue of Kalas Roish, of lightheadedness in the Beis HaKnesset, as the Mishnah Brewer brings down because there's an Indian of Moira Migdosh in every shul. But that's often interpreted to mean that the Beis HaKnesset represents some remembrance that once upon a time we lived in Yerushalayim and we had a Beis HaMikdosh. And therefore today in Golis, so far from Yerushalayim, we still remember what we had in Yerushalayim by building a shul. But there isn't anything really, intri- there isn't really a, an intrinsic connection, a panemistic connection between the Beis HaKnesses of today in Golis and the Beis HaMikdash that was in Yerushalayim. The Beis HaMikdash that was built in Harabayas with the Gilish Shechina, how can one even compare, how can one even dare to compare it to our shuls that we have today scattered around the world in Golis? And therefore this shul is dedicated to erase this terrible error. Let's begin with the Shea, with the famous Gemara and Brachas in Dachet. The Gemara says, Amar Shlokesh, Kol Mishiyesh Lebeis HaKnesses Be'iroi Somebody has a shul in his city, Be'ena Nechnes Shom, and he doesn't list Palul, he doesn't go there to Davin Nikra Shochin Ra, he's called a Shochin Ra, bad neighbor, an evil neighbor. Be'loi Oid Ela Shagoyim Golis Loyo Levonah It's going to cause Golis Shanema in Inuit Shemal Admos So somebody doesn't go to shul, causes Golis why? Continues the Gemara. Omelay Rabbi Yechnen. Ika Saba Bebovel Tamar. There's old people in Bovel. And the question that arises is how can one be an old man in Bovel? How can he be Zachat Arichas Yonim in Bovel? It says the man here, but you may him, you may be Nechim. Alho Adamach Siv. In Eretz Yisrael is Arichas Yonim. Avogu Chutzlar, it's Loi. What's the answer? Even the Omrelay, Mekadna, Omechashcha, Lebeknishta. You come early, you come in early in the morning, you come in the evening to Shul, Omrah, That's what helps a person be Marach Yomim even in Bobel. Because the Omrah, Mishum Alevi, Lebonait, Mishum Alevi says to the children, Kadima, Vachashichu, Vaidu, Lebeknishta, Kihechid, Torchachai. In order that you should be Zechat, Arichat Yomim. It's the Gemara in Bokhel and Bokhel and Adal. So the Gemara seems to be saying that the person goes to Shul and Chutzlaret and he's zoicha to the brach of the man In other words, it's as if he's in Eretz Yisrael. And the Mahar and I, and Chelek Beis and Ikutim, writes the following. Eretz Yisrael, Mekodesh is Mikol HaRotz. Ki be'emes afshehu ikuhu Eretz Yisrael, even the ikuhu Eretz Yisrael, Nikol Mokrim Bechol, Mokrim Afilu Bechutzlaret, Yeish Bechinat Eretz Yisrael, and Akudah Mishon. Kagoyin bati knesis and bati midrashis. O kushiyobim mushiach bimheir bimeinu. Mushiach will come alay kola nekudus. O bechinat eretz Yisrael. All the nekudus, all the eretz Yisraels of Golos. Yeitzumi chutzlarat, the liber chutzlarat. He comes to eretz Yisrael and will enter eretz Yisrael. And that's what it means with eretz Yisrael. Who kudeshes mikol arotzes. That Eretz Yisrael, the will be made up. the Kedusha Eretz Yisrael will be also made up of all the Eretz Yisraels that were in Golis when Kali Yisrael weren't in Eretz Yisrael. And what are those Eretz Yisraels in Golis? The Bote Knesias or Bote Midrash. Furthermore, the Maranaim says later on in the second Chelik in when you, in Sechus Ktubas. His mouth by a few Gemaras in the Sechus Ktubas, and he says there more directly. Kibachol bati knesi se bati midrashos nishpach. There's a hashpom eisam boyri yibaruchu chiyus eretz yisrael. In every base of knesses, there's chiyus of eretz yisrael. 
ולכן אומר חז"ל, הסידים בתי כנסי זה בתי מדרשות שיעמדו בארץ ישראל. בגמור על אמצע המגילה, זה אומר שכל השולים בעולם העולם, כל בתי כנסי ובתי מדרשות, ולא יעמדו בארץ ישראל משיח כאן. כי הם עצמם בחינת חיות ארץ ישראל. ואם כן בעומדו בבית הכנסת ובבית המדרש, ובעומד המספר, אם המחשבה בתוך הדיבור ופרסנס קונסנטרטינג וואט איסינג בבית הכנסת וחוץ לארץ, אזי הוא בארץ ישראל. So we see from here that davening, when you walk into shul, you're walking into a bechin of Eretz Yisrael. And that's pshat. Why? The Gemara Brocha says that somebody who doesn't walk into shul causes golas. Because shul is Eretz Yisrael. If a person, if a person has a shul in a city, he doesn't go to that shul. What does that mean? If he doesn't go to that shul, it means he doesn't connect to Eretz Yisrael. If he doesn't connect to Eretz Yisrael, so goyerim golas lo'yelabonah. So we see from the Mori and the Gemara and Brochus, so we see from the Mori and Naim, that dominating in Shul means connecting to Eretz Yisrael, connecting to the Kedusha and to the Chiyas of Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara Megillah goes even further. And the Gemara Megillah, the end of Megillah, quotes the Pesach in Yecheskel, V'ein v'ei elohem migdosh ma'at. So the Gemara in Ksuba, so the Gemara that end of Megillah, Ze'botei knesis. So the Botei knesis are not only Eretz Yisrael, but they're even a migdosh ma'at. The Zaya Kodesh writes on the Pesach in Truma, V'osili Mikdosh V'shachanti B'soycham, says the Zaya, it says V'osili Mikdosh, Mikdosh Stam, V'osili Mikdosh. Why does it say V'osili Mikdosh Stam? Says the Zaya Kodesh, Eilu Botiknesias. These are the Botiknesias. Rabbeinu Bechai writes in Kadakemach, that God will be Saknesis through Dumya Besa Mikdosh. Therefore we like candles in the Shul, because in the Besa Mikdosh they let Menorah. In the Kitzah Shlach, Kodesh it says, and it's Bodan and the Siddha Shlach, that as a person leaves his house, setting off the shul, he should say the, 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 the parak in Tehillim and parak Kof Chof Beis, She'a Malas L'dovit, Sonachti V'oymim Li Beis Hashem Neilech. Ah, to feel that you're going to be some English. O'yim D'shoi Ragleinu B'shoraich Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim Abnuyo Ke'ir She'chubra Lo Yachtov. In other words, when a person sets off to shul, he has to feel that he's setting off to Yerushalayim. He has to feel that he's setting off even to the base of Mingdosh. Like it says in the Siddur and the Leib Sameach, that, 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 that when, before a person gets to shul, he should say the Pasuk, which is written by Yaakov Avinu, Man Noira, Mokim Azeh, Ein Zeh, Kim, Beisali, Kim, Vezeh, Shar Shemayim. And it's even brought down in Allah. That when a person enters shul, he should say the pasuk and tehillim and parak nun hey pasuk tazayin v'beis aleikim nahalich beragish. One should even hesitate, tremble before entering shul. There was an old chassid in Yerushalayim, an old bayan, a chassid of Arnar Novitz, who was known that he used to walk in and out of shul. He could sometimes walk in shul and out twenty times before he actually remained in shul. Every time he walked in, he was overcome by 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 fear, by yiras amokim. He walked out again and prepared himself again, and then went in again. And sometimes that wasn't sufficient. He came out in and out, in and out, until he finally felt that he could go into to, in, he go into shul. Was this all a purim shpil is this all pretense, Chassel Of course not. We discussed this earlier, in one of the earlier shiurim, that even though Mipnei Chateinu Golinu Matzeinu, but nevertheless, HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'roi Vrachim left here a chilek of all those hashpas of Yerushalayim, of the Besamikdash. The only difference between Bismanshu Besamikdash Kaim and today is that Bismanshu Besamikdash Kaim, Shalish Pom Mashon Ayei Roi Kozuchur one could see it, one could see it, we double today, Besachazenu Aineinu, we could see it. Today one can't see it, we're in Golas. 
but nevertheless the Hashpas of Kedusha are still there and with the correct preparation of going to shul, in fact, one can feel these ashpas. Even in Chutzot, wherever we're scattered, in the Arba Kampus one can feel in the Beit Knesset the Kedusha of the Chiyas of Eretz Yisrael and of the Beit Hamikdash. Let's go a step further. The Arbi Nochal, the Heliga Arbi Nochal, is the Mechaber, is the author of the Bush Yisrael and Shulchanor. He writes in Parshas Mitzvah. That the kedusha of the third bittamigdash will be taken, will be made from the kedusha of all the bati knesias in chutzot during Golis. He explains the pasuk in Yecheskel, the Eilem Migdash Ma'at, and he says the following: that Be'emes, all Jews throughout the years of Golis are busy rebuilding the bittamigdash. Every 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 mitzvah, every kiyum mitzvah, third mitzvah that a person is mekayim b'meshach agolus. Is rebuilding the third base of Mibosh. His Russian is Kaloisim Hadoyrus Haim Haim Amakayim in Mitzvah's Binyan Base Abkhira. But he goes on to say that not every Jew is Zoycha, that his key Mitzvah is done on such a level to build such a beautiful base of as the third base of So, which, what Chalik does every Yid have in the Bais Hashlishi, even though sometimes his key Mitzvah aren't up to the way they should be? He answers that that's Pshat Ve'eileh Migdash Me'at, says the Gemara Megillah, in the Bote Knesset that we quoted earlier. That the Bote Knesset are a solution that every single Jew, even the Posh Te'id, can have his part in rebuilding the third base of Migdash. How? Because through the Migdash Me'at, through coming to Shul and Davening, that's rebuilding, that's the Kedusha of the third base of Migdash. Let's see his Roshan. Rahman and Islam. 
The Yetzirahs of today that were never so strong, never so accessible. Push on a button today and one can slide Rahman and slide down to Nun Shari Am Yisrael faces today constant nisyonahs that they never had to face in previous generations. Constant battles with overwhelming koychasara every day and the whole day of one's life. That's in Tumah and in Taiva. And also in terms of Ksira. So many Jewish groups, Rahman and Islam, that are pulling away other Jews from traditional Judaism. The Reform, the Conservative, Rahman and Islam. The Bilbul Adas that goes in today, that, that's today. The Gulf today is so sick, so dense, so overwhelming. And then in the midst of this dark, dense, dark gullus, to turn around and to say, but right here, man, is right in this gullus. You can switch out of all these problems, switch out of all these hardships, switch out of all these stumbling blocks that we're facing daily. Leave the world of gullus and switch into an opposite world. Enter an opposite world. Mamish an opposite world. Switch into a world of Gula. Switch into a Migdash Ma'at. An opportunity to enter, enter a world of pure lightness. A world of Kedush Vatara. A world of Tikkun. A main based on Migdash Mamish. A world that connects us to Yerushalayim. Yerakoidish Territ Yisrael. To the base of Migdash. And to the Kitzah Kovit. Here in this mess. In this Gullah. It sounds like a dream. It's fantasy. Can't be real. Either we're here in Gullah. Or we're not. Either we're living 2,000 years ago, or we're living today. You can't live today and adapt to, and still be living 2,000 years ago, or still be living now. Either you live now or then. It's almost like you have an amusement park. You hop on a train, and you can enter a different period in time. They make it seem like you're 2,000 years ago. You're looking around, you're, saying, sing, you're seeing things that the way the world looked 2,000 years ago. Or ahead of time, 1,000 years. Behind time, 1,000 years. Whatever. Here it's for real. Faket. It might be possible to say with Derek Remez that the Helga Shem said that everything there is in this world has a Hashem. Perhaps. Well, no one, no one should go to these places. But nevertheless, if one goes to these places, and one, and one, and one sits in one of these trains, and one travels through time 2,000 years ago, 2,000 years away, is, is, is one has to feel as if this is a remez, that when it is possible down here in Olam Hazeh, in this country, wherever we are in, to mamish feel and to mamish internalize, not chasushalom an amusement park, not chasushalom a fantasy, a dream, but to mamish feel and to clock it. Switch into a world of 2,000 years ago, or it's, it's realistic to say that in this Mokim Zmana Matzav, one can actually walk into a shul and one can be in the opposite Matzav. One can be in a different Zman, one can be in a light Zman and a pure Zman. And it's realistic and it's Emma. One second ago, one step back, and it was all dark. One second later, it's all bright by here. One second away, we're all in the worst troubles. And one second in, you walk into shul, we feel the best. We're in the best possible place. We're in the Tachlis. We're in the Achisayom. And it's not a dream. If this is the case, we can understand why the Beta Knesset is called the Lashon of Beta Knesset. Why not Beta Tzvila, etc. But we know that the Golas has to do with Pizor and Pirot. Gula has to do with the Kavir of Fetzeseinu Kaneis Miyakaseoret. Kinus represents Gula. Pizor represents Golas. Have a look at the Maral and Netzach Yisrael Perek Aleph. He's Marach on this Indian. 
And therefore, when we walk into Shul, we're walking out of Golas. We're walking into a Bechino of Gula. And therefore, it's called Beis HaKnesset. It's a Mokram of Kinnus. That's the importance of davening B'Tzibur in the Shul. Not going into it now, Tariq is not left. There's a connection between davening in Shul and davening B'Tzibur. Because the Tzibur is a Kinnus, a gathering together. You gather together in the Beis HaKnesset. And that's the Bechino of Yitziah from Golas and, 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 and a Kinnisa into Gula. Somewhere else says the Ferish day in Netzach Yisrael and Peretal. What an unbelievable Matana from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What a beautiful manifestation of Kiani Hashem, Hashem Eton Betoich Tu Mafa. That we can switch out, we can be in, 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 in the best place possible in the world. There and then, we're outside of us. We're in the worst place possible we could be. And that's Pshat. In the Mishnah, we say every morning, Eilat Vamos Shadam Eichol Peresayim, Boilem Azev Akayim, Kemet Loilem Ahabab Eilem, Kibitovim, Gunoschatodim, Nashkovat Pesamedres, Shachas V'Aviz, Vachnos Etorch. The Heilige Divrei Bino, Pashat V'Shalachat, that why did the Tana list, Nashkovat Pesamedres, next to Achnos Etorch, and what's the connection between them? He's mouthed with the Moridic Emotion, where somebody is standing in the Midbar, and he's lost, and he's ran out of food, he's ran out of drink, he's exhausted, he's tired, he's got no Mokoyach, he feels he's going to pass out, and he sees that there's no end to this Midbar. He sees hundreds of miles, it's barren, and there's nobody there, no signs of no living, no, no signs of anything living. And then suddenly a man approaches him and says, come home, and leads him to his house, and gives him to eat, and gives him to drink, gives him a fresh, a, a fresh set of clothing. He lets him sleep, he wakes up a few hours later, this person is feeling a mummish in and he looks out the window and he says he's still in the midbar. But the most unbelievable Achnaf Zorchim has taken place. He feels that that person has pulled him out and he mobbed his If he walks out to the midbar now again, the same thing's going to happen. But now that he's in this house, in the midbar, can you imagine a great Achnas Zorchim? Says the Eilig Can we imagine a great Achnas Zorchim than a Beis HaKnesset? Than a Beis HaMedrash? That we're stuck in Golas. And we're tired and we're exhausted. And especially in this Golas, Lerav Lelechem Leitzom Olamayim. Kim Lishmoy Asibre Hashem, suddenly, we invites us to come into the base of Knesset, into the base of Medrash. He invites us back into Eretz Yisrael. He invites us into the base of Migdosh. And he says, even though you're in the desert, in the wilderness, but there's a house where you can cling to and you can connect to. And when you're in that house, you're oblivious and you forget where you were. Even though it's just one step away. That's what the Beit HaKnesset is for us. This helps us understand why Hilchus Beit HaKnesset appears in the Sechus Megillah. And Tzodek asks, asked, why did Rebbe, why was Rebbe Mestadar, the Mishnayis, the Halachas of Hilchus Beit HaKnesset and the Sechus Megillah? What's the connection between Beit HaKnesset and the Sechus Megillah? But a closer look at the story of Purim reveals just how connected Beit HaKnesset really was to the whole story. The 70 years of Golis Bavel had terminated and nothing had happened. Klali Shol were not redeemed, they were not released. Achashverosh begins really believing that the Jews are here to say that there's no end to the Golis. The Jews are here to stay put permanently. And therefore Achashverosh decides that the Jews have to be told that they must adapt to Persian society, to Persian culture. His message to the Jews is, you live now in Persia and become Persians. He invites us to the Sudan. And he says, 
Now forget about ever going to your Eretz Yisrael, going to Yerushalayim, building a base of English. These are wild dreams. Then you're going to get up and you're going to return to Eretz Yisrael, to Yerushalayim, to build a base of English. The whole Megillah Festa is, 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 is around the idea that he stopped Kali Yisrael from building the base of English. Have a look at the Targum on the very word Vayibi Mechashverish. Now when Golos bubble was over already, he makes a Suda. And he invites us to the Suda where he displays the Klisharas from the Beit HaMikdash. He displays the Kainim and he wears the Big Day Kahuna. He contaminates the Halig of Big Day Kahuna. And he wears them. And his message is forget about dreams of Kainim, of Beit HaMikdash, of Klisharas, of Big Day Kahuna. Don't fantasize dreams about glorious future. About returning ever to your homeland, to Yerushalayim. Here is the Beit HaMikdash. You're here to stay. I'm the Kohen Rachman and Itzlan. I'm wearing the big dick on Gain citizenship in Shushan, in Persia, and there you are, and that's where you're to stay. And Rachman and Itzlan, the Jews, joined in the festivities. And they decided that Enochanami was safe and secure here in Shushan, forgetting about their really in Golis. That's the place in Nenu Misudosh they brushed aside that sepia, they yearning to go back to their homeland, to return to Eretz Yisrael, and to Yerushalayim, and to build the Beit They decided that they're more secure and they're secure to stay in Shushan. That was the worst mistake. Secure in Golas, feeling at home in Golas, not yearning for our homeland, for Eretz Yisrael, not feeling that we want, we dream to connect back to Eretz Yisrael, and to the Beit HaMikdash. Sakharish Pochus showed them that Golas isn't so secure as you think. Shushan's not so secure as you think. There was danger already looming overhead. Gidla Melachach Shverish is Haman. And soon the terrible Gzeir of Laharig, Lahashmid, Laharig, Lahabed is Kolayudim. Suddenly there were victims of the most terrible decree. The Kolchasara was set to get them. Kalisar remains alone, completely insecure. Surrounded from all sides by their enemies. There's nowhere to turn, there's nowhere to shelter, there's no protection, there's nowhere to run. The Xera had spread everywhere. Every country in the world, the messengers have got there. There's no country in the world where the Xera, where the decree didn't get there. Wherever they turn, the decree stares them in their faces. Suddenly they remember that they'd forgotten the real safe place, they'd forgotten their homeland, they'd forgotten the Yerushalayim, the base of Mingosh, the place where they belong. They yearned now to connect to Yerushalayim, to connect to their homeland, to connect to the base of Mingosh. But they're stuck here in Golas, with no protection, with insecure, insecure, with a gazelle all around them. Esther realized the mistake. Settling in Shushan, forgetting that they were in Golas. They had played into Haman's hand. Haman had said, When does Haman get on top of Kali Yisrael? When the Mephuzah Mephuzah is, like we quoted earlier, that Pizor means Golos. When we're in Golos, when we're Mephuzah Mephuzah, Haman overpowers us. Because that's Golos. And Golos is dangerous. And in Golos, the enemy overpowers us. Golos leaves us unprotected from all that's around us. And therefore, what's the solution? Where can we take shelter? Where's that protection? Where can we somewhat remember that we belong to somewhere else and connect to somewhere else? How can we actually have a feeling to connect to leaving Golas and to put into practice our yearning to leave? Says Esther to Atu to Mordechai, Hileich Knois Es Kola Yehudim. Says the Maral there in his parish to Megillah Esther, 
because in the first month, why didn't say Lashon of Lech Knoit with Kol Yehudim? Why didn't say Lashon of Lech Knoit? Why didn't say Lech Esoyt with Kol Yehudim? Says the Maral, Dov of their Romans are loyal at Sulash, he is Stalilu. Over Dov of their Shaykh Lech Knoit. When you're talking about davening, it's Shaykh Lashon of Knoit. Why? Says the Maral, Belashon Azov. Kashi Yehil Kula Beis Akneset, Lech Stalil. Velo Yispalil Kolechel Bebeisoy. Rakhiet Sulla Betsibur. And then says the Maral, the Dov of their Nechshak Moyit. Why did it have to say Lech Knois is Kolayudim? Because take them to the Bati Knesia, take them to the base of Knesses, and that's Nechshav, as if they're leaving the prison with Dana Omois, and then Homan's got no sleep over them. Only when they're Amachad Mephuzim of Thoyrod. And according to what we said earlier, the base of the, the base of Knesses is the safe haven from the Golas. When you, you feel when you enter the base of Knesses, you feel that Golas is behind you. You feel that Golas is outside. And you've entered the Yisrael. Could the, the Kedusha of the Yisrael and the Kedusha of the base of Mingosh. One step outside, you're in Sushan. One step inside, you've entered the Yisrael. Mamish, in the same Makoim, in the same Matzav, in the same Zman. One step you're here, and one step you're in the opposite Matzav. Mamish a switch from Golas to Gaula, an opposite Matzav. That's the Koyach of the Beit HaKnesses. Suddenly it was clear to them, the outside in Shushan, it's Golas and it's dangerous and it's a battle and it's a struggle and the opposing powers are overwhelming. They realized then from how bad Golas is and they realized the schoolers of the Beit HaMikdosh of Eretz Yisrael, of connecting to Eretz Yisrael and connecting to the Beit HaMikdosh. They realized the unbelievable effect of a shuling Golas that can take you into an opposite that can make the greatest Zanapachu for you. That experience now a potential and that's what led to the great famous Zanapichu and Purim. A short while ago they were in the worst danger. If you would have told them they're going from Shushan that very soon the Jews would be riding, going around, roaming around, killing Goyim. And the Rabbim Yameyot Misyad and Kinofel Pachtam Aleyim. The Goy would think that you're out of your mind. The Jews in another few days is a decree out against them. That's it. But nevertheless, the Vinayapach who happened after being in the base of Knesset, after entering the Kinos, the Kanes, the Abba Kamvisorit. Unbelievable, in the same Mokram, in the same Zman, in the same Kufa, with the same King. The same everything. And it all turned into the opposite. The victims became, I went on top. And Fakat, the Goyim became the victims of the Jewish onslaught. That's the Koyach of Beit HaKnesset. That's the Koyach, and one Mokim, one Zman, and one Tkufa. The Beit HaKnesset is the Koyach to put you in a different Mokim, and in a different Zman, and in the opposite Matzav. Me'afele lo'ira, or Mishibah Degula. That's the Beit HaKnesset. No wonder why Rebbe, Rebbe HaKodesh, chose Mesechah Megillah as the appropriate Mesechah of the Hilchah Beit HaKnesset. No wonder why some of these Gemaras, Agadat and Gemaras about Beit HaKnesses are in Mesechus Megillah, the end of Mesechus Megillah. Because the Beit HaKnesses is the Koyach of Anapaychu. To take, to, take, to take a dark matzah of Golos and to turn it into the Anapaychu, into a light matzah of Gula. And we know Purim, we're not going into now, but Purim had a lot of gloom of the Achis Ayomim, the Raman Pastons, the old men, the old men, the Vim are going to be in his battle, but Megillah's Esther not. So I'm going into now, Purim, Mamish, Tosh, the Kabbal Tosh, Baal Peh, Tosh, Baal Peh, the 
Parasan of Lakud Lavai, they are from the darkest, darkest possible matter that Kali Israel were in, they were directed to the greatest matzavim of Kimu and Kibra Yehudim. Because when you're standing in Shushan and you connect to Eretz Yisrael, that makes the Ma'apecha of the Ma'apecha. Perhaps this also explains the mission at the beginning of the Sechel Megillah. That Kroachin Amukofin Choyim Amimois Mishua Benun Koyim Betezvan. Walled cities, cities that were walled from the days of Yeshua, read on Tezvan. And this is a very strange halacha. Because the reason why walled cities are unique to read on Tezvan is because Shushan was a walled city. And therefore all walled cities have to read Megillah on Tezvan. Just like Shushan. So why should the walled cities from the days of Yeshua be Kriveya went to read Megillah and not the walled cities from Shushan? There were lots of cities in Eretz Yisrael that read on Tezvot that weren't around, that weren't walled cities this one Shushan. Nevertheless, they read on Tezvot because Eretz Yisrael is Kriveya was a walled city and from when you count a walled city. Why should that be so? Why shouldn't Shushan be Kriveya was a walled city? But the Yerushalmi answers, and the Rambam and Hilchus Megil explains this, and quotes this, and Perek Aleph Halacha Hey, Lach like Kovod Leretz Yisrael, Shehoysa Choreva Boisa Zman, V'yizichon Leretz Yisrael B'nef Zeh. In other words, even though most cities in Leretz Yisrael weren't walled anymore, they were walled, we might Yeshua Benon, but not anymore, they were Choreva and they were desolate. They were destroyed. And therefore to remember Eretz Yisrael is therefore the walled cities and from the days of Yeshua Benunokar they are what and when are called a walled city. Like the Lashon of the Rambam, the Yechshavu, these cities in Eretz Yisrael are not walled anymore that still read on Tetzvah. The Yechshavu ke'elu ein krochen amul kofen choyma. Ava bishahein ata chareven. Perhaps this is thought as oimik to this reason. The whole desire of Purim came about through Bnei Yisrael deciding to forget about Yerushalayim, to forget about the base of English, to forget their memories, and to relax in Shushan that they belong in Shushan and not to think further ahead. To forget that they're in Golis, to forget that they destroyed their homeland. The nace of an Apech who came through realizing that Golis is dangerous, unsafe and insecure. Unsafe and insecure. And one has to constantly remember Eretz Yisrael to connect to Eretz Yisrael, to connect to the Beit HaMikdosh for protection and security. How does one connect to Eretz Yisrael? To the Beit HaMikdosh, through the Beit HaKnesset. Only when they had made contact with Eretz Yisrael, with the Beit HaMikdosh from Shushan. Only when they were in Shushan, but they made contact with Eretz Yisrael into the Beit HaMikdosh. That Koyach brought about the Benapichu. And therefore this was the Mekudus Hanet, connecting to Eretz Yisrael from Shushan. And therefore when Chazal there, what's called a walled city, because Shushan was a walled city, forget about Shushan. A walled city, what's Kaveh, a walled city, is a, is a walled city in Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is Kaveh, what's a walled city. Shushan was then, at that time, the walled city. But the Kaveh, what's called a walled city, what's really called a walled city, what we really connect to, those are the walled cities in Eretz Yisrael. That's perhaps the Oymek Halacha of Krochen HaMakot M'choyim Moet Yeshua Benun. And that's why Yaakov is connected, related to the story of Purim Shishonah's Yaakov Tzolo B'Samecha because Yaakov is the one who is literally Zoycha that where he was, he was far away from Arabayis, but nevertheless he wanted to be there and it didn't matter if he wanted to be there the nest occurred that Nekar HaMariya HaMariya came towards him in Pashas Vayetze. This Koyach of connecting to HaMariya to Arabayis, wherever you are, that was the Yeshua for Kral Yisrael. In Golos the Beit is the Kriveya that we're in at Yisrael. Ah, that's our Heilig of Botiknetis and Botimidroshas. They made the Ma'avanapechu for us then. They make of an Apechu for us now as well. In whatever dangers we're in today in Golos. Then in Shushan they were in a Golos of Lahashmid, Lahargil, Ahmed. 
in Bigashmir. Today it's a spiritual Hashmigilahara de la It doesn't make a difference. Outside Shul, we're still victims of a dangerous goddess. We're scared, we're confused, we're frustrated, we feel insecure outside, outside Shul. Inside Shul, we feel suddenly secure, protected, clear. We're surrounded by Oyrus of Eretz Yisrael, by Chiyas of Eretz Yisrael, Chiyas of Yishlaim, the Beis Amigdash Shanachas Ayamim. Ah, no, is there a greater Benapichu than our Bati Knesias? Let's go even a step deeper now. And here we come to Mamish Nekuda, that's Mamish Nesukim Edvash Venesif Sufim Kedach Tereseinu HaKadosh We have a Makar in the Torah, we possibly have a Makar in the Torah that Bati Knesias carry the spool of a Napechu, making the worst matzah, the most bleak situation, into the best. Where is there a Makar in the Torah that there's a Knesset as a Koyach of a Napechu? Well, you all know that is a minig to say as we enter through the pasuk of Ma Toivu Alecha Yaakov Mishkan Yisachi Yisrael, which the Sephardim explains refers to the Bati Knesias, the Bati Midrashas, also the Bati Knesias. As we walk to Shul, as we enter Shul, we say this pasuk of Ma Toivu. And in fact, you should know there's an interesting machlokes about this. The Shita Sakalboy that's brought down in Daki Moshe and Orachaim and Achanami, he says that a, he instituted a minig to say Ma Toivu Alecha Yaakov. And then you say, Vanibur, etc. The Marashal argues, the Marashal says that one shouldn't say the Chlal Apostle of Matoibu Alecha Yaakov. Why? Because who said it? Bilam said it. Why should we begin our daily tefillah with a Apostle that Bilam said? And then the Chanami, many Sidon have seen that admit this Apostle. I mean, they begin with the second Apostle, Vanibur, etchastachalva, etc. The Maisa Aminik is yes to say when we walk into Shul. So let's, start, let's try to understand why Demetit Chazal choose a Apostle from Bilam to say as we enter Shul. But according to what we said earlier, it's Mamish Mesukim Midrash, Because the story of Bilam is Mamish parallel to the story of Shushan. And the outcome, the miracle, the nest is also a parallel in the most amazing way. In fact, we could even go fast to say that the nest of Purim, or the Napechu of Purim, that came about through the Pesachnesis, as we said earlier, is rooted in this passage of Matoivu that Bilam said. Again, the nest of Anapichu and Purim is rooted, it's Mushrash, in the passage of Matoivu Alecha Yaakov. How? Let's imagine for a minute, you have this dangerous guy called Bilam, who has tremendous koichas, tremendous koichas. Who's been hired, Rachman and Islam, to curse Kalisro, to say the three letter words, Kalem, as the Gemara says. And he's going to wait till that Rega, where Kalishbrochu, Kaviyachal, is angry. And he's going to mutter that word. In a different form than Haman, but with the same result, Rachman and Islam. Just imagine the danger we're in as he sets off. What happened? So the Prophet in Kisaytse. But the other Hashem Elekecho Lishmoel, Bilam, Vayyapech Hashem Elekecho Lechot HaKlal Lebrocha. Vayyapech Hashem Elekecho Lechot HaKlal Lebrocha. Suddenly the same guy, the same Bilam, in the same place, he set up all his apparatus around him, with the Mizbeach and with this and with all that, for cursing Kladi Shrom, suddenly he's showering us with the most beautiful brachas. Bullock standing there, he's not sure whether this is real or whether it's a big dream. He hires his bin on to curse and he's busy benching. Bayapach, the greatest manapach who took place over here. The same guy who's supposed to curse his benching. Now the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, 
that by the Nisenu Rabbim, all the brachas that Bilam meant to curse, he ended up benching, all those brachas bounced back to the Klala Rahman Islam as a result of Al-Khatan, except for one that remained and will always remain. In other words, out of all these Klalas that were Nishapech to Brachas, there was only one that remained a Bracha. There was only one that the Klala was Nishapech to Bracha and it remained Bracha. All the rest of them returned to being a Klala to what Bulam had originally intended to, to cause Kalisron. And which Bracha, which Vayatech Lashem Lekechelecha, Mi Klala the Bracha remained Bracha and forever will remain Bracha, that's the bracha of the pasuk of Ma Toivu Lecha Yaakov Mishkan Eitzacha Yisrael. The Bate Knesias and the Bate Medrashas of Klal Yisrael. They are the only bracha that's v'napichu and that remains v'napichu. Here in Parshas Balak, it was Nikva that the Bate Knesias and Bate Medrashas are places that will always have the koyach of the Napichu, of turning Klala into Bracha, turning Choyshech Vafela into Ur, turning Golas into Gula. Only the Matoi Volech Yaakov can generate the Napichu for anybody who is Kriveh Amokim in his Bate Knesias. Our Bate Knesias have become the Makoi that switches Golas into Gula. These Batiknesias that Bilam spoke about became the symbol of a Nafechu to Klal Yisrael's Torah, turning them into Yeshuas. Many generations after Bilam, these Batiknesias generated another big Nafechu. The Leich Knois of Kola Yehudim generated a Nafechu, Shachi Yishkutua Yehudim, Heimah Besenayim, the Nef of Purim. Yeshuas Purim. The Yeshua of Purim is therefore intrinsically connected to Bilam's Bar and Baruch, to the Vayapech Leklala Lebracha. This might be hinted at also in Shoshanat Yaakov, where we say, Oro Hamona Shabikish Leabdi, Baruch Matchayudi, Arura Zeresh, Eishas Matchidi Brucha Esther. So here, in, 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 uh, in, in the story of Purim, where it was once again Nizbarer, that who's Brucha and who's Klala, that originated, that was rooted in the original Vayapach Hashem Lechem Miklala Lebracha. And that was the Matoibo Alecha Yaakov which generated this Zanapichu in the Dora of Purim as well. Now we understand the Shit of a Cowboy. To say Matoibo Pazog Matoibo Alecha Yaakov went to Shul. I, Bilam said it. Yeah, but Bilam made the Matiknesius into a Mokom of a Yaakov, into a Mokom of a Napichu. And therefore this passage is very important because we wake up in the morning in a world of gullus, in a world of confusion, frustration. The Yitzhahara pulling us away with all Mahshavis Rais, Rahmar and Slan Sarah's going with Panas and social pressures. The bottom line we wake up in Golas. And then we say to ourselves Here in this Mokham that I'm in, in this Matzah that I'm in. I have a golden opportunity to step out of all this and to step in and connect with a golden era that was and that will be a Hashem. To enter a place which generates the Avadan for me. Making dark into light, frustration into Yishavadav, worries and sadness into Simcha and Islavis and Avadat Hashem. That place is the base of Knesset. 
Who made that place into the base of Who made that mock in the base of Knesset into a koyach that generates of a yapichu? The matoiv or alecha, yakai, mishkanai, secha, yisrael. Let's get there as quick as possible. Let's internalize that it's not a dream. That we're soon, when we get up in the morning, let's internalize wherever we are, that we're soon going to connect there to Yisrael. And to the chiyas of Eretz Yisrael, like the Gemara and Brachas and the Gemara and the and the Gemara and Naim and the Arve Nochla we mentioned earlier. This is our voidah when we walk to Shul. Just let's try and imagine for a second that if we're on our way to the Beit HaMikdash with what trepidation, with what, with, with, with what simcha, with what mixed feelings feelings of Ava and Vekas feelings of Yira, Mamera, Mokam, as we enter Shul, as we set up, sorry, as we set up towards going to Shul feeling that we're about to enter the Mokam Kedusha the Mokam that takes sadness and makes it into simcha that takes frustration and makes it into Yishav Adat the place where we will enter the Hermit Hashem will feel that what Chazal tell us that the, 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 the Gemara and Brachas, the Gemara and Megillah, the Gemara and Naim and the Ha'ave Nochal that it's all Emmet it's Torah Emmet and it's from Sinai Look how he benched Klal Yisrael. And look what terrible things he said about the Omas Oilam. One after the other of the Nefila of all the Omas Oilam. So we, that, 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 that's the avoid of Tzulim. And that's what happens when we go to Shru and we enter the Matoiv Olecha Yaakov. The Bidiyuk of the Napoichu. That the Ashishtu are Yehudim. That Klal Yisrael come out victorious from the Golas. That Kodesh Baruch is going to destroy our enemies. With that honor and with this preparation, ah, wearing the talus and filling, we set off towards Shul. And as we get closer to Shul, we prepare to say that Heiliger Posuk of Matoivo Lechayak and Mishkan Esach Yisrael, the Heiliger Avua, that generates a Koyach of a Napichu to make a different person out of us, to take us out of all our Torahs, and to enter the Mokum of Yeshua Da'af, to enter the Mokum where we get to eat and we get to drink in the Midbar after being so exhausted from wandering in Golas for so long. We're not hungry for food, we're not thirsty for drink. And that's how, with this frame of mind, with this mindset, with the feeling of thank you for offering us this place of refuge, for offering us this unbelievable to connect, to switch out of Golis and to enter Eretz Yisrael. And in that, as we said earlier, that through putting all our machshavas into the body, here in Golis. The Korans, Mamisham et Hashem HaKadosh Baruch will take us and will take all these Bati Knesses and Bati Midrashes and will bring them all to Eretz Yisrael. Vishtachvul Hashem Bahara Kodesh B'Yishalayim Emeher of Yomeinu Amen. Having just discussed the importance of appreciating that our Bati Knesses contain the Kedusha, the Hashva and the Chiyas of Eretz Yisrael and of the Beit HaMikdush Mamish and that our mindset in fact, setting off to shul is internalizing this nakuda. The next step, the next shir, is the Beit Hashem is devoted to discussing how our tefillah today in the Bati Knesias, or mamish the bedugmas the tefillah, the avoda. I mean, in the in the, the Beit Hamikdash. If our Beit Hakinesis is bedugma Hamikdash, then our tefillah is inside the mamish bechinos of the avoda in the Beit Hamikdash. Only when this is absolutely clear are we ready to turn Beit Hashem Isbarach to the icker part of the series to discuss and explain the actual avoda of the tefillah and the seder tefillah. 
And therefore, this year we'll focus Be'ez HaShem Ezbarach on the koichas of tefillah, the importance of tefillah, and the importance of not underestimating our koichas in tefillah. In the same way as the mile of the Beis HaKnesses is underestimated by many, so too the koichas of tefillah in these days are also underestimated by many. To many, tefillah means coming into shul and to saying Sefib Sukim, moving the lips, and even those who concentrate by Chavona, also many don't understand what they're actually doing with the words that they're saying. One of the greatest tragedies, in fact, in this generation, or better said, one of the Yetzirah's greatest successes in these generations, is that he's cooled down the Hislavas of Tefillah. He stole the potential Hislavas from us. The potential pine of the alien that a yid can have from a good davening, he tries with all his koyach to take that away from us. Because it's Yedua that in the doyrus of the Ikhus of the Mashiach, and Rav Chaim Vital, the Talmud of Arizal already wrote this in his generation, the Ikha Voida is a Voida of Tfilah. The Ikha Koyach to remain an El Chayid lies in the Koyachas of Tfilah and in the Kavanas one puts into our Tfilah. That sometimes people think that they've got to rush the tefillah in order not to be late for Seder of learning, etc. If it comes to Torah and tefillah, one more easier brushes aside the tefillah for the sake of the Torah. Says the if one sees that the one's davening is going to mean an erech davening is going to mean that perhaps we're going to be a few minutes late to say the al yashkiach al zeh ki eka voido bezmaneinu atzil and Chamital writes that the ain only eats in our time the eka eats in our time the davir that the air is so impure. Ha'eifa yechid I think it's lashon is ha'eifa yechid li nafsum izeh alide koyach atzil. So because the Yitzhahorev sees how important that tefillah is for us in this generation, especially, therefore he's out in full force to deter us and to push us away from any Haislavas, from any Dvekas that we can get through our tefillah. And therefore this year, Shir 6, the Siyat Rishmaya, we're going to divide into three parts. The first part is going to be a Torah view of what tefillah really is about to show how it really represents our void in the bit of English. Part two, the additional koyach that still has especially, yes, especially in this generation, not just the additional importance that still has, but the additional koyach that still has in these generations. And the third part of the shir is going to be dedicated to tackling the Yetzirah that deters us from the koyachs of still. All the Yetzirah that come, through, that come to us when we begin dominating. Why this is so, and the eighth is to take it away. When these three Yisraelis are clear, we'll be much more ready, Yemet Hashem, to begin the actual Seder HaTzillah. Let's begin with part one. It's Yadua that one of the greatest Giluyim that the Baal Shem Tov, taught us, a Yisod, and a Gilui, a secret. There's a whole letter that he writes, how this Gilui came to him. But I call upon him, he was Megala, that the Teva, the Teva's Noyach, that we find in Parashat Noyach, are all Ramazim of Teva is of words. Because a Teva can mean a box, and a Teva also means a word. And it's, and, and, and therefore when it says, Soyar, Tasa, La Teva, Soyar, it should shine. 
explains about Shemtoy. That when Tfilah, the Teva, the words of Tfilah and the words of Torah, any word of Kedusha that one says, they have to shine. It says about Shemtoy, Kiyesh Tuchol Oif. In every single oif, in every letter of each word, they are oilimus v'neshamoyf. Rely kuzva oilimus miskashrim misyachtim zem zem. V'achakach misyachtim miskashrim yachad oifiyus v'nase dibur. And from these oifiyus, a teva becomes a word. The tzorich ha'adam lichlo neshmosay b'chol b'chino b'chino ma'aniska. Obviously, these are lofty words that we, we, don't, we don't understand, but nevertheless, it's important to know them. Like the more of Hashemish writes in Parshat Vayetze, Chalila v'chalila legashem shum teva. Chalila to be megashem, to make a word that one says, a word of Kedusha, of Tzillah, of Torah, to be megashem it has to show. Lachshav to think, what does it mean to be megashem? Lachshav to think, shehem of pshutei dvarm has to show. It's a word, a fair word. The vowels under the words, under the letters. In each one, in each one, there's thousands of oilers that are tuluyim that are hanging, that are dependent on what we're saying. And he goes into Arichas, he's mouthed the whole idea of Avonim, Ayakim, Avinu, put Avonim around his head, and Avonim, Oisius. Ayasim, Rashoisov means that Avonim, Avinu, Ayakim, Avinu, put Kedusha into the Avonim, into the Oisius, into the words, into the words of Tzilla. Morinayim writes in Pashas Nosoi that every Teva is a box, is a Heichal for the Ashraf Ashkina. Because Rabbi Nisayin and Rabbi, where we don't have a base of Migdosh, the words, the teva, the words of tefillah, or kaviyachol, boxes, or kaviyachol, a home for, for the Shrina HaKadoshah that rests in the teva, in the words that we say. The Mejritza Magid writes that when the Makhachvokha said to Noyach, Boyato Bechol Beischa El HaTeva, what does it mean, Boyato Bechol Beischa, that a person has to put all his kavonas and his ramachi varnish, his ha'gidim, Ato Bechol Beischa, everything that a person has, his whole being, he has to put El HaTeva into every single word that he's saying. The Hechel Bracha, the Kamarna, he was a town of the Rabbanashal to the Treva, they were, the, they were tremendous Mekubol and they called the Sarbis Azoya. And he writes, he explains the Pesach in Tehillim, Peik Samaches. The Pesach says in Tishtivun Bein Shefatoyim. He explains that the Shatoyim can, Shefatoyim can also be read as Sosayim. And he says, what does it mean in Tishtivun Bein Shefatoyim? That the Shechina Kedosha is waiting by the Sosayim of every Yid. And when a Jew speaks a word, he says a table, he says a word of Tzvillah, is that that Shechina Kedosha Kaviyochel, the Bechina of Noishek, if that's he kisses the lips of the person who actually had a muttered, and set out that word. If this is the case, we begin to understand how Tzillah today is compared to our voice in the Beit HaMikdash. Just like, who can begin to imagine what went on in the Beit HaMikdash during our voice? The Ashura, Tashchina, etc. Well, who are then, who can imagine what goes on when we daven and when we say every word? We don't have to see it we don't have to see what's going on. The Imam and the Munashlema, that all the different Chazal are Torah and Sinai. And in fact, the Tepere Shlema, the Helig of Tnudomska, he explains the Prophet in Shea Hashirim, Kachut Hashani, Sifsei Sayyich, that our lips 
Akachut Hashani. He explains that this Pasuk is being Miramis. But just like the most important avoid of the year on Yom Kippurim was that through the avoid of Yom through the avoid of the coin Godel, the red thread turned white. So he says, Kachut Hashani Our lips today when we daven, the Koyach Atfila makes the same tikkun as the Chut Hashani as the avoid of the coin Godel on Yom Kippurim. Rabbi Nishaloyim. So it says that the first Shloiman. The Aroino Eidos, he writes, explains the Pasuk in Micheskel, in Perik Mandalit. Big day Pishtim Yilbishu. Talking about the third base of Migdosh. They wear clothes of flax. He says, Pishtim is Rosh Hashanah's Vasayim. And when did the Kohen God wear Pishton on Yom Kippur? The big day lover. So he says that big day pishton pishtim yilbishu is pishtim sefosah big day sefosayim that today where we haven't got the pishtim but we have the sefosayim the same the chal avoider our dibur and tefillah the same avoider as the kohen god when he wore the pishton when he had to enter the the, the, the kodesh kadoshim and if this seems odd then it should be so how can this be so? It is the most unbelievable marshal from the from the Hegelim and the Melech brings in Parshas Vayeshev. But he says that today it's far easier to attain tremendous levels of Vekas of Ruach HaKodesh as it was with Nanshu Beis Chaim, even though one would think the opposite. He says with Nanshu Beis Chaim, in order to get to Nevoah, in order to attain high Madrigas, there had to be lots of his boinabas. There were whole yeshivas in the times of Shmuel and Novi. Yeshivas in training a person into Nevoah. Says, no, 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 today it's easier. Why is it easier? And he says, he brings, he quotes an unbelievable marshal. And he says that when a king is Oymid B'malchusoy, and he's living in his beautiful palace, the Tachlis HaPe'er Ayofi, with all his rooms, and with, and with all the halls, and one day he gets an invitation, somebody decides, the minister decides, can I invite you over for pizza at my house tonight? Is the king will burst with anger. How dare you invite me to your house? Here I'm sitting, on the kisay on my throne, and you're daring to invite me to come out, to go somewhere, to go somewhere else? Look at the rooms that I have here. Look at the dining rooms that I have here. Look at these tables. Look at these chairs with hundreds of seats and beautiful chandeliers. And you ask me to come to somebody's house to eat. You need tremendous protection for such a thing. That the king should walk out of his palace to you. Master Angel, if the king is once hunting, the king is once out in a forest somewhere. And it's cold. And he's hungry. And somebody, somebody invites him in. Somebody who lives in that forest, as long as it's clean, as long as the chairs are clean at home, and the table's clean, and the, and the plates, and the cutlery are clean, the king's going to feel marvelous, the king's going to feel, ah, thanks for the invitation. Without you, I wouldn't know where to go. So the Eilig and Noem Elimelech, the Nimshel is Toshim. This man should be some English Kayo, Makadosh Bochel, sitting Baroim Malchusoi, in the Eilig of Esamigdosh, in our Moynish Elimelech, to get to the king. To invite the king Kaviyachl, to get Nevoah that the king should Kaviyachl come and spread the Shechina somewhere outside of the base of Mingdosh, beyond the base of Mingdosh. One requires tremendous avoidance for that. But says in Noemi Melech that today, that the king, Rachman and Islam, the Shechina Kadoshah is wandering without a home. He's wandering with no palace, there's no Armoinish Melech. Anybody who doesn't, with a tzilla nakiyah, I call upon him, with a tzilla 
can make of Yechalta as best as he can do. If he can attain the Nevuah that they had in the base of Migdash, he can attain the Shechina, the Ruach HaKodesh that they had in the base of Migdash. Unbelievable Muslim. His Tzillahs, even though they're not on the level of the Koyanim and the Zonshah base of Migdash kind, but nevertheless they're Nechshab, they're reckoned by HaKodesh Baruch to be there. And therefore, one has to be so careful, one has to imagine every word one saying, one has to think and be misbinded into all that it's doing. It's just as the base of Knesset, as the base of Mignosh, it's still as all the avoid in the base of Mignosh. The Echel Brocha writes that a person's got to be very careful to say every word out properly. Because just like in the Zansha base of Mignosh Kayim, a person brought up a korban and there was a missing Aver, a limb here and a limb there. His Chaser was a moon. And the carbon, one can't give a couple such a carbon. It's the same thing to pronounce a word. If a word is cut, if a person misses out a few syllables of a word, if a person says a few words in one go without saying each word properly, it's like chopping off a bottom of a carbon. How careful one has to be today. And again, to stress that we're mounted and Shlem that everything comes out, sells out in Sarah's Emmet. And then, even though it seems so strange and so remote that our spirits should be able to depoil such tremendous things. Allah has come and come when we look at the generation today, as you mentioned earlier, when we look at ourselves, the nourished sky that occupies our minds during the day, and then to suggest that our spirits build a Machaya Elomois, Kim Elomois, Machaya Malach, it's ridiculous. But it isn't ridiculous, Chasushon. Other other. Daska because we're facing all these Nisyayinus. Daska because all these we're surrounded with all this Narashkite. Daska because of the Nisyayinus. Daska because we're the door of the Ekes of the Mashiach, the Ekes of the Ekes, where things are so hard, where to be an al is so difficult. Daska because we face the Nisyayinus that other generations didn't face. Therefore, Daska, the Tzilis in our door, are so precious to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. And then it says, it's a Pasuk in Tehillim. The Tamid of Hashem HaKadosh will be gathered left shine the Pesach in Tehillim in Kukbeis, Pesach Yitzchak, where the Pesach says, Tonal Tzilas Ha'arar Zuloi Bozo Est Filosom, Tikosev Zoyis Ledor Achor, Pesach in Tehillim. Explains the Lord of Hashem HaKadosh going on the door of the Ekes of the Mashiach. Tikosev Zoyis Ledor Achor, Ledor Achor, the last door, the last door before the Gula. Dovna Melech is talking to our door. And he's saying, turns out is not And therefore, even though our tfilas, even though it's so, because it's so difficult to dumb like an Elohim, is not there's another Pesach in Tehillim, in Peg Lamed Zayin, Toiv Ma'at Lachadik Mehamoyin Roshoyim Rabin. Says the Heilige Magi, the Mezritza Magi, Tzchuti Yogan Aleinu. That what does the Pesach mean, Toiv Ma'at Lachadik Mehamoyin Roshoyim Rabin? That because in a door, in a door where there's Hamoyin Roshoyim Rabin, a door that's full of wicked people, that's full of Koich HaSorah, because the door is so wicked, because there's so many Roshoyim in the door, then Toiv Ma'at, even the little bit, the ma'at, the little bit, and the minimum that we do is toiv la tzaddik, and we consider the tzaddik with that. Toiv ma'at la tzaddik in a door where there's hamoyin rishoyim, rabbin, where there's so many rishoyim. Ah. The Bial already says in the Pesach in Shmuel, at the beginning of Shmuel out of Perk Beit, where the Pesach says, Make him me offer a dal. 
explains to the other Rebbe that means that Miroiv offer of a shiftless that because of the offer and the shiftless of the door is making Hashem Gam Bechinok Tana Vedala when the door is a door of offer then HaKadosh Baruch is making then he elevates even Dal even a Tzilas Dal this is a tremendous tremendous chizik for us other Rabbah Person must have fall into a year and think, what can my fillers do? So that the very slim and passion by Yigash, I'm reading out his lesson. Person must be misyash chasushon to say, Mani umechayai sheeskel is spalal efnei Hashem is borach haloy ani rochik mimenu. So that the very slim and kizeru ma'isa yitzer that's a ma'isa yitzer hara ki be'emet einokei. It's not true. Ki kva'oma akosuf ki ani Hashem. And he says that there's two chalakim in the Muna. Number one, Laham in Shakurishbochu Kadma in the Kol. That Kol Nimshachimenu. That Akurishbochu is Kadma and he's the first. Echad Yochanim Yuchan. And everything came from him. Miroid Chasa that he created the world. Second Sherish in the Muna. And Nachnu Bnei Am Yisrael Kroivim Elo. We're so near to him. Lifoil Kolmashi Yirza Ish Yisrael Meisa Boris Baruch Hu B'Tzilotoi. To be poil, everything that we need through our tefillahs. This is two Yisraelis in the Muna. So if somebody's not mom and if somebody doesn't believe in his koyach tefillah, he's lacking in the Muna. He told us Yaakov Yosef and Pasha's Akev says that there's two types of Avodah Zorah. There was an Avodah Zorah that was called Baal Tor. And what was Avodah Zorah of Baal Tor? Gemara Sanhedrin says that people will dazzle themselves in the most disgusting and filthy ways. And the more bizarre, a greater person was masquer his own, his whole being, his whole covered Adam, Kvod Atmi, the greater coin he became, the greater priest he became to the Avodah Zorah. Terrible shitless. Says, uh, says uh, the Tolot Yaakov Yosef, that anybody who has a shitless Shleibim Koimoy, anybody who pushes himself down, Shleibim Koimoy, in a place where he's not supposed to push himself down, in a mocking mamad where he's not supposed to push himself down, is that push, that shitless, that ke'ilu modesty that he has, that's mushrashinah vodizor of Baal You might ask, what message are we trying to convey over here? That a person should be happy with himself, should be happy with his progress, should sit back and relax. Doesn't it say v'chatotzi l'negdi somed? Doesn't it say that a person should always be thinking of tshuva, how a self-improvement, so how does that go along with what we just said? The answer lies in the beautiful Noemi Lamelech in Pashas Baalaisko. Where the Noemi Lamelech says that during Tfilah the Yitzhar always comes to a person and he sees that he can't make a person do an Avera. He sees a person is brushing aside Hirahurim and anything else that can disturb him from davening. So then he starts telling the person the following. Look at your Avera. Look at your Chisroinus. The person should say, he should be scared to daven. But for the Moshe is spallowed. Even Moshe davened, Horgeni no Horoig, Val Erebor Osi. Explains the Nome Melech, he interprets the Tosak in the following way. That he asked Akkadish Bokhu, kill the Yetzahara. I shouldn't see how bad I am. 
but he still davens Hashem that while he's davening he shouldn't think of his own chesroinus he shouldn't think of his own avarus with that's only going to lead into hapsus and shiftless and that's shulabim koimai continues in Oman Melech what's the raya? What's the raya that it's the Yetzirah and it's not Epsa Koyach that's telling me about my shiflus while I'm davening? So it's not a matter because sometimes a person sits down for a suda and somebody invites him or somebody brings him to this beautiful restaurant and he feels at first bad to bad with himself. Should he indulge now in Gashmias? He's a Ben Torah. And then suddenly he thinks to himself, no, I had a good day today. I learned well. Look, you did okay today. Treat yourself to something. And he indulges and he has a good meal. Nobody's saying that's the worst of error. But why is it that when it comes to Gashmir, the Yetzirah suddenly tells the person, you're okay, you're okay, treat yourself to something, relax now, sit and do something, relax, you're okay, you had a good day's learning. And when it comes to dominating, he tells the person what a terrible person he is. Why does he do the reverse? Why when a person wants to relax? Why when a person wants to indulge in Gashmir? To these thoughts of you've had it, you've, you deserve it, you're okay. And when he davens, you're not okay. So no, it should be the other way around. Bishas, the person is about to indulge in Gashmis, he should say to himself, do you deserve it? Perhaps you are with Hashem. Today wasn't so oy oy oy. Perhaps instead of this mean, you should dedicate another hour of Torah study, etc. And when it comes to davening, a person should be a bechina vayigva libra bedarke Hashem. And that's how the Nehmer Melech explains the Pesach in Vayera. Vayetcho paslechem. V'sadu libchem acha ta'avayru. Ta'avayru, he explains, Miloshan avayru. So that's when echo paslechem v'sadu libchem. That's when a person is about to begin a nice good meal. That's then acha ta'avayru. That's then he should think of his avayrus. Does he deserve this? Should he indulge now or should he really be doing something else? However, kikein avartem alavdechem continues the pasuk. When you're being an eved, alavdechem. When you're being, when you're on a matzah, you're standing as an eved of nirabboy. When you're standing b'shas tzila, is there no kikein avartem? Wash the avera away. Like the first shleimi explains b'shas in the din in the halach of ein mavir in ala mitzvahs. B'shas yoyisik in the mitzvah ein mavir and don't remind yourself of averus that you've done. person has to approach Tzvillah Yismach Hashem B'Masov like the Sefer HaChassidim says that the Sherish of Tzvillah Simcha Saleh Ba'Kodesh Baruch Hu Shnema Yismach Leiv Mabakshi Hashem or the Fichah Chayet Dovet Melech Yisrael Menagim Bekinor Al Kolti Loisov Zmiroisov I'm reading out the Loshan of the Sefer HaChassidim Dovet Melech used to sing with his heart Kedei Lemalek Levavai Simcha Ba'Avosish Shana Kodesh Baruch Hu and Dovet Melech is the Sherish of Tzvillah like he says I need Tzvillah We'll discuss this in Hashem soon in the next year when we begin the actual Avodah Tzvila, the actual Seydah Tzvila. But that's a very important Nakuda to be aware of. Even though in the first year we gave right at the beginning of the series we were Marach, we discussed
That's when a person's about to have a good time. Then he should be his boy Then he should make a cheshman and efforts. Do I deserve it or not? And then if you really did have a very good day, and if you really did have a tzlocha, I'm not trying to suggest that a person must never relax and take it easy. But when you look at the two focusing, focuses of tefillah and of gashmias, you'll find so often that you're much easier with yourself when it comes to gashmias. And when it comes to tefillah, suddenly you're harsh. A person's harsh on yourself. And that's, uh, that, and that's something that's shalobim koimoi. Again, to remember the Kedusha's lady, it says one of the Yisraelis in Munayi that we can be filled throughout Tzillah. And with that we finish, that we finish the, the, the Shir 6, and now the Siyat of the Shmaya, finally, we're ready to approach the actual Tzillah and the Seyed HaTzillah.
Surachov in the Beis HaKisei chosen as the appropriate time to make this bracha. Finally, there is in fact another occasion where we do make a bracha shiyotza, and that is in Berchus Nisuin, where we say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Yoytzer HaOdom, Ashiyotzer HaOdom B'Talmoy. Is there a connection between these two times? And if there is, what is the connection between them? But the Mahalach behind all this is possibly as follows. The Shulchan Aruch Nisimavov brings two ways of explaining the word Umasilatis. What is the Pella being discussed over here? So the first Shati brings down is the following. In other words, a person is similar to like a, 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 a bottle, an airtight bottle. The person makes the slightest incision. A needle, sticks a needle in, is all the air is going to escape. Man is full of holes. The Ruchoi Mishtamer, the Soichoi is a pellet. The pellet that a person can breathe. The pellet that a person has got air, Ruach, oxygen inside it. So many holes, the air should have escaped. That's the pellet number one. Number two says the Shulchan Aruch, Roidi is the parish, Al Shem Shepoyer, Toit Hamachel, the Doicha Hapsoyer. That Kodeshbok created the person with a Koyach of dividing all the food into two. The nutritious parts that it needs, it keeps. And the rest, the psilas, the waste that it doesn't need, it pushes out. That's the second pillar, Bodan Shukhanar. We'll soon see how these two reasons are in fact very connected. The pillar in the second shot, the one of Boire Toiba Machel, the Doichab Soilat, will actually shed light in understanding the deeper message behind the pillar in the first shot. But let's begin with the second pillar. Let's analyze the second pillar and explaining it from a deeper perspective. The Pesach says in Parashat Ekev, Perichas, Pesach Gimel, Loyal Alechem Levadoi Yichyeh HaOdom Kealkol Moitzah Pi Hashem Yichyeh HaOdom The Svam HaZoshim explained this Pesach as follows. As everything else in the Bria, every food is made up of two parts. The Guf, the solid, and the Neshama. The neshama of the food is the chiyos, the chiyos eliki, that's in the food, that's mechaya the person eats it. A man must eat. If he doesn't, he dies. Which part of the food is keeping him alive? Which part of the food is mechaya? The answer is the neshama of the food. The chiyos eliki that's hidden within the food, that's mechaya, not the goof of the food. Therefore, the higher madriga the person is in, the less quantity of food he needs to satisfy him. Because he connects be'ikah not to the solid, the goof of the food, but to the chiyat of the food, the neshama of the food. And therefore, the more, the closer one connects to the chiyat of the ki, to the, to the koyach and neshama in the food, the less solid, the less quantity, the less goof of the food he needs to eat. I'll Having concluded that there's two parts to the food, the goof of the food and the neshama, to the, of, the neshama of the food, let's now return to the umasli lasses. Hashem built in a person, a koyach, that extracts, that separates this neshama, this chiesalaki of the food, separating it from the goof, internalizing it, emptying the goof 
Emptying the food of all its chiyas, and then the waste and the psoilus, the goof that's left without any chiyas, it pushes out. Now, with this analysis, we can understand why the process of asiyas terochem and the beis hakitzei involves such unpleasantness and such meals. Because this waste, this goof of the food that's been emptied of its chiyas, is in fact identical to any goof that's been emptied and separated from its neshama, from its chiyas. It's a parallel to all other examples of a goof that's been emptied of its chiyas. Namely, a goof of a person, a dead body, the nevela, the goof of an animal. And just as there, the dead body involves the worst reachra, the worst mias as possible, as is reflected in Hukas that the dead body of a person is avia voisatumah, and the veila is avatumah, because Tumah expresses the mias. And the greatest mias is a goof that decomposes when its chiyas has left it. And it doesn't make a difference whatever type of goof it is. Be it of an adam, be it of an animal, or even of a food. The same that occurs to a goof of a person or an animal occurs to the food that's been emptied, that's been separated from its chiyas. And that's why it involves such unpleasantness and such mias. Now let's apply all this medical information to our Hashem. What's the lesson to be learned from all this in Avodah Hashem? How does this imbuilt koyach of extracting the chiyas from the goof of the food and internalizing the chiyas of the food and pushing out the psoilet, which has become the tachlis amirs, how does this process reflect, reflect itself in Avodah Hashem? What's the maskona in Avodah Hashem from this whole process? The answer to this is possibly the most important yisod in Avodah Hashem and a clear understanding and a fundamental understanding in the whole avoid of Bechol Drachech Odoi. Let's explain. Every Nivra in Briyat Olam has its Neshama and Guf. Has its Chelek Agashmi and its Chelek Aruchmi. And therefore, as we set out connecting to absolutely any part of the Briya, we have to bear in mind which part of it are we connecting to. To the Gashmi or to the Ruchmi? to its goof or to its nisham. Every action of, of every person, without exception, connects either to a chelek hagashmi or to a chelek haruchmi. Our job is to be misboinen before we have any contact with the world, before any action, to be misboinen what the goof of anything represents and what the neshama of anything represents. And above all, to internalize the extreme different results of making contact with any goof or making contact with an ashama. To remember that connecting to the chelak ruchni is connecting to the chiyat, to the tahara, to the purity. Connecting to the chelak hagashmi means connecting to a goof on its own that's misa, that's tuba, that's besakise, that's the greatest meal. Even though it's all the same action, it just depends which part of the action you're connecting to. Even though it's the same nivra, it just depends which part of the nivra you're connecting to. Let's illustrate this and make life easier. The Mishnah says at the beginning of Perry Gimbal in the Sabbath office that if a person says Divrei Torah at the table, what is eating? Says the Mishnah, then the table is a Mizbeach and it's as if you're eating in the Beit Samidosh, Mishulchan Kovoya. And the Divrei Torah at the table is only an example of making this Maisa Chila into Ruchmi. 
This could also be included making a proper bracha with the right kavana, to be excited about the opportunity to make a bracha to our Kodesh Baruch Hu, to be as excited about the fact that you're making a bracha than the eating than the Maisa Achille itself. This means eating food, connecting to the neshama. The main focus is the neshama of the food, and not the good. And therefore, it's Beis Amigdosh, and it's Tachlis HaTahara. Like the Beis Amigdosh was a mockery where there was no Misa. So who are they? You are eating, the, you are eating, you're making contact with the neshama, and there's no, it's all Tahara, purity, it's all Chiyas, it's all neshama. There's no Misa Bechlal. However, if one doesn't say Debrei Torah at the table, meaning, instead, one connects to the goof of the Maitachida, Concentrating only on the gashmi of the food, on the taifa, on the indulgence in the gashmi of the food. Says the Mishnah, Kihilu Achlum is Ibchei Mesem. Why is Ibchei Mesem? Because Mesem is Mir, as we just mentioned. Is Tumah, the greatest Mir as possible. So two people are sitting at the same table. They're both eating the same food. It's one Maisa Achila. But for one, it's Mishulchan Gavoya. It's the greatest Kedusha Vatahara possible. And for the other, it's the worst mias and tumah possible. It's zivchemesim, because one connected to the neshama, to the chizal, the key of the food of the ma'isa achila, and one to its goof, and the goof is tachlis amias. When the goof of the food is on its own, the identical parallel we find in mitzvahs ishus. The mission, the mesachas kedushin begins. Our isha nikkas the gimel drachim kesef shtal bia. This ma'isa bia can be a potential ma'isa kedushin. Kedushin is Milosham Kedusha, Hektish, as Toysa says at the beginning of Kedushin, Osala Kula Almake Hektish. The same Maitha without Kedushin, maybe Znus. And the Torah at the end of Pashat Achrimois refers to Znus as a Toyeva. But Toki Haoret is Yeshvea, the Loitas Mikola Toyeva Toyeva, the Loisaki Haoret Eschem Betamachemoisa. Toyeva, Znus is something that the Torah says Eretz Yisrael will throw up, will vomit. These are Toyevas. Again, two people are involved in the same Maisa. For one, it's Hektish, Kedusha. And for the other one, it's Toyeva. It just depends whether that very same Maisa you're connecting to in the Shama of the Maisa or one's connecting to the Guf of the Maisa. These two examples, the example of Achila, the example of Ishus, are the two classical examples that the Torah always uses to describe the two ways of approaching any one Maisa in Olam Hazar connecting to anything no matter, and the extreme opposite effect that can result from the very same Maisa. To show that it just depends on how we approach the Maisa, with what mindset to connect to its Neshama or to its Guf, to its Chizalaki or to the Guf, to the carcass, to the dead body of the Maisa. It's important here to stress that the Maisa being discussed over here isn't obviously only a Maisa Issa, Macholas Asurois or Mamish Arroyas because that the Torah quote, that the Torah talks about at the end of Parshas Kedoshim, and there in the the Torah says, "But it's a shaktuus nashiseichim." But that's at the end of Parshas Kedoshim when discussing Macholas Asuroi and Aroyas Chasvishon. But at the beginning of Parshas Kedoshim, where the Torah commands us with the mitzvah say of Kedoshim Tiu, this mitzvah isn't ruling out the indulgence in Macholas Asuroi, but in fact. This mitzvah is ruling out the overindulgence in Divrei Rishus, to the overindulgence in Gashmias that is actually halachically permitted. See the beautiful words of the Ramban, who explicitly says that the mitzvah say of Kedushin Tiyu is referring to controlling one's taiva in Inyonim of Heta, such as overindulgence in kosher eating, 
and with permitted issues. Again, he uses these two examples. He calls the overindulgence in Gashmias, whether it's an Achila, an Ishus, whatever it is, as a novel Bishutra Novel is from the same word as Nevela, a dead carcass. It's Mias, it's Mukta Machmas Mias, even though it's kosher and even though it's Mutta. This possible of Kedoshim Tiyu is the mitzvah of the Mishnah that we find in others. Differentiating between a meal without the Torah, without Ruchnias, seeking the goof, the Gashmis of the Maisa, or saying, eating and saying Divrei Torah and connecting to the Ruchnias of the Maichel. That the first is Chasushon Zivchei Mesim and the latter is Ke'ilu Ochlu Mishulchon Gavoya. The Maskona from all this and the point we're getting at over here is the Torah outlook on Gashmis and Ruchnias. The Torah outlook about overindulgence in Gashmias for the sake of Gashmias. And that's how that's viewed by the Torah as being Mamish Mukta Machmasmias. It's the dead body, the carcass, and even the Besakism. These illustrate what the physical goof and the tithers really are. And the Torah's outlook on Ruchnias and Neshama, that it's all Nishmas Chayim, the opposite of the Zizchemesim, the life, the holiness, and the purity. Now let's go back to the words Umasli Lathos and explain them in terms of Avodis Hashem. What does it mean when we said earlier, the second pillar, that it's Boire the Marchel and it's Doichel the Psalm? But according to what we're saying over here in Avodis Hashem, this Umasli Lathos means the following. Hashem has inbuilt in every Adam the natural Koyach to choose and to take, take in the Neshama, the Ruchni of everything. And to be doicha and to push out the gashmi of everything, the psilas, the waste of everything. And this parallel teaches us that Hakadosh Baruch Hu created us with a natural koyach to feel that the neshama is what we need and to internalize it. And the goof of everything without the neshama is tachlis amias; it has to be pushed out. We have an internal natural koyach abreira between the two. And the Maskon in Avodah Hashem is the following. That if fairness, one clings to the Ruchni, one clings to the Neshama, and one pushes away the Gashmi, then one's an Ovid Hashem. But if Chasushalom, one clings to the Gashmias, internalizing the Gashmias, disregarding the Ruchni, or in other words, pushing out the Ruchni, then one must realize that one is doing exactly the opposite of the Masti Lathis. One's taking in the Psoilah, taking in the waste, the hate of the